What's up, everybody? It's been a while. <clears throat> so, man, life has come at us fast. Everybody's been busy. We've had people move away. So it's gotten gotten kind of tough to get in any kind of, you know, recording, anything like that. So while we're still trying to figure all that kind of stuff out, I am going to start recording a weekly show just myself. I mean, obviously, if the other guys want to come and join, they're more than welcome to. Try to get them on the phone, do that kind of stuff. But I want to dive a little deeper into some seriousness, right? I mean, we do a lot of shenanigans and BS and whatnot on the Dirtbag Syndicate, but I I want to, I don't know, I, I guess I want to start getting people talking. And maybe that just starts here locally, right? In our small little communities and everything else. You've got a lot of people that are on the internet. Everybody complains. Everybody's bitching about one side or the other. Nobody wants to hear anybody as to what their opinion is. Everybody's so, like, in, in, I mean, like, their political opinions are who they are. And I think that, that, that politics has become a disease, right? So we had the, the virus, for lack of a better term, so I don't get the, you know, description down below my episodes that became so politicized and it, and it separated everybody but i mean we were we were there far before that right i think probably the last 15 years or so it's been bad and i want to start a forum where we can have civil discussions right I I really truthfully believe that there, there are great people, good people, bad people, whatever, on, on all sides. I don't want to say both because it's not just both. There's, there's more than that. But I think that the disease of politics has really, really done a number on us. And so here out in our little community, you know, we're dealing with a lot of the nonsense that comes in from, you know, Los Angeles and then the Bay Area. They don't they don't quite see what some of these policies and things have done. And then the people here, I mean, they're so so divided. They don't want to hear anything that's good or bad. Right? So at prime example, Homelessness in our state is at an all-time high, and it might be countrywide. I, I don't, I don't live there, so I really can't say. But it's bad, and we're infighting in the government, in in California state government, over some of the stupidest stuff ever. When you literally have a a large part of I'm well maybe it's not a large part of the population because the population in California is huge but a 
a measurable part of the population is homeless. Now, are they homeless because of their choices? Are they homeless because of policy? Are they homeless because of whatever, right? I'm, I'm not here to make that judgment. If people want to choose to do what they're doing, then, I mean, that they've, they've chose that life. You know, if people have been displaced because of other things, I don't know, like this, this new bill that, that, uh, Newsom and the California Air Board or whatever passed, you know, basically making it illegal for oil companies to have oil wells within 3,200 feet, 3,500 feet of uh, school, houses, things of those nature, or of that nature. Let's see. Well, I thought I thought I had some stuff saved. Sorry, give me a second. Maybe I maybe I deleted it. I'm not paying attention. Um Oh. Nope. I didn't delete it. But I know what I did. So, bear with me one second, guys. I gotta look this up now that I've got us all sitting here talking. Anyways, so they passed a bill basically making it illegal to have a production well within 3,500 foot of any kind of inhabitable space. And inhabitable is a loose term because I also think that it is buildings, structures, things like that. So what is that going to do to the people who've been displaced? Not because of drugs and things like that, because they're still trying to recover from the pandemic. They're still trying to recover from everything else. So what does that... What does that do to them? Because you know full well that if you have these big companies with, you know, deep pockets, I guess would be the best thing, best way to say it, what are they going to do? They're going to buy out all the housing, right? So we have a community here near us that has, I mean, for lack of a better term, some, you know, affordable, affordable housing. The oil companies in our area have a ton of production that goes on around there. So what do you think they're going to do? They're going to come in and they're going to buy that stuff up. Now, if you own your house, you have the right to say, nope, not, not selling, staying where I'm at. Or, you know, take some exorbitant amount of money to be able to put you somewhere that you can still afford. But what about the people that are renting? What about the people like that? that can't find affordable housing and yet they're they're going to they're going to be without those people are the people that need our help right those people are the ones that are homeless not because of choice but because of whatever i i think that 
that is something that needs to be discussed. You can be left or right, independent, whatever, and understand that there's people that don't have a choice in the matter. So what can we do going forward to fix those things, right? You look to your politicians to do things that are going to help the the citizens of a state or a country or whatever. And here we're not, right? I've also seen on on uh, social media tons of people talking about their property taxes going up. I being one of them. Our property taxes went up pretty pretty big this this year. Now, maybe it's because of a reassessment because we just bought our property, but the people that are around us are saying the same thing that their their property taxes have, have gone up. And what are we getting for that? Like what what benefit are we getting from paying more money? Cuz I'm not complaining about the money. That's not it. I bought a piece of property or me and my wife bought a piece of property knowing that that was going to be a possibility that, you know, the property value was assessed from 30 years ago and now it's something different. So that's not what I'm complaining about, but my roads aren't getting any better in our, in our area. They're not hiring more police. I mean, at this point right now, they're trying to raise uh, sales tax to try to pay for more police and sheriffs. Now, at some point, you're going to break the back of the middle class doing these kind of things. And so, while I'm just one person, right, I, I think that it starts small and we need to get back to fixing, fixing the small things, fixing the little things, to hope that it helps fix the larger problems, right? So our our little community, I'm sure that it's there's a vast majority that are independent or conservative that are on that side of the, the aisle, right? And I I I believe that we do a pretty good job in our area of, you know, like keeping it civil, I guess, or, you know, at least not being blatant about one side or the other. I don't really think that, oh, how do I word this? I don't really think that local politics should be so entrained on left or right. I think local politics should be concerned about the the issues within regardless of the partisanship of one side or the other. If we have a mental health slash homeless problem in the area, that needs to be something that needs to be fixed and it needs to be both sides doing so. If we have an issue with kids being mischievous and not having anything to do, I think locally, it needs to be something that is addressed, right? The kids need to have somewhere that they can go, something that they can do. I I don't buy into 
the well I'm trying to think about the best way to word this as well. I don't buy into punishing all based on the actions of a few, right? So you go around certain areas and you will see the little stops on on this on walls and stuff like that in and throughout town because of kids skating on the or grinding on the the walls, right? Now that's destructive. We have a a skate park for that reason, but I think that we need to start holding these kids more accountable the ones that are that are causing the problem, I guess. And we need to start doing a better job of policing that, right? You allow it to go so far and it gets worse and worse and worse. And while it's not a problem, or it shouldn't be a problem that the cops have to deal with all the time, that's what they're there for. You know, they're there to, to police, essentially. So... I'm getting off on a on a tangent here and I need to probably dial it back in. But I I just think that we as a collective and I want to start here, you know, locally at our community level, I think instead of complaining on the internet and infighting and talking crap amongst everybody, I think that the way to fix these problems is to be more involved. Be more involved in the community. Be more involved in the things that take place at the local level of politics, right? Go to your city council meetings. Go to your chamber of commerce meetings when you have the supervisor of the county or whatever. Like, You need to make it a point to actually do something. You need to actually put put in some effort, right? The, the complaining on Facebook to your 250 friends or on Twitter or whatever social media platform you choose to use isn't going to do anything because 90% of those people probably have the same thought as you right so essentially you're talking to a wall yes your friends are gonna hoorah around you and you're right and blah 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 but that's not gonna get it out there like that's that's part of this you know this disease is people want to complain but they're not it's not it's not getting any it's not getting any further than the people who share their their opinions because we've become that right you go on uh, on a rant and your liberal friend is like you know what i'm just unfollowing we'll still be friends i'm just not going to see anything on there so if i want to choose to go and see what it is that they've had to say i can go do that well, that's, that doesn't help, right? But it also doesn't help being super combative about it. Like, I have an opinion about this, 
and someone else who has a differing opinion puts forth their opinion. That's that's the way that it should be, right? The discussion should be had at that point. It shouldn't be name-calling. It shouldn't be badgering. It shouldn't be those kind of things. Like, it, if somebody pushes against, pushes back against your your ideology on, on what, or your, not ideology, on your opinion, then offer facts, right? And that's, that's another thing. This, this notion that a fact is basically whatever you feel or, or whatever, right? We're, we're going to get off into some really hot topics throughout this whole discussion. And I do want I do want some involvement from from everybody out there. I I feel like in the early beginnings of what what I I'm proposing here it's going to be tough because you've got people who don't deal in in facts, they deal in what they call their truths, right? And facts and truth are, are supposed to be one and the same. A truth is, you know, it's that, just that, it's the truth. You have facts to back it up, that makes it the truth. But now, we don't, we don't do that anymore. And that's, that's what's, well, that's what's wrong with a lot of this. So, I, good Lord, how far into this am I? Probably 20 minutes of ranting about nothing. Uh, 17 minutes. Okay. So I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to keep it on our, our main channel as far as the dirtbag syndicate channel and, and stuff. That way I don't have to try to keep up with two different things, but I, I want you guys to reach out. I want to know topics and opinions that I want to know topics that you want to discuss. And then I also want opinions from people after the fact, right? I don't care left or right. I want to keep it civil. I want, if if you're going to put forth a topic, I want you to be open-minded to the fact, right? So, so a prime example We'll just let's just go down this this rabbit hole with uh, everything in California that's going on. Okay, so Gavin Newsom <clears throat> and God, I'm not I'm not even gonna be able to go through this without laughing. So back back to what I was talking about. You know, the oil industry is gonna end up having to buy up housing, right? We're gonna have more homeless. We're gonna have all that. Like you're, we're gonna compound that problem. Okay, so that is that is that is a an avalanche that we've that we've started and we're going to slowly start seeing it come down the hill right so in the midst of all of that this is what we're worried about at at the California state level so uh on Friday and I'm assuming this is last Friday so what the 20 21st 20 yeah Probably the 21st. I don't even know what day it is right now. What's the day? So 23rd. So on the 23rd, Newsom signed a state bill for the California Native American Day that will remove the word squaw, 
now widely considered a slur from California places by the year 2025. Squaw. So if I'm, if I, I mean, not listen, I'm going to have to do some research on this. Maybe somebody can comment or text me and tell me that I'm being stupid. But I'm pretty sure squaw, isn't that like a young Indian? Like little? Like, didn't you have like the chief and then, you know, the squaws? Like, isn't that what that is? So this is what we're worried about, right? We've, we're going to create all this homelessness because all these oil companies are going to come in. They're going to start buying up properties and just, just demolishing housing, right? They're, they're, not, they're not buying the houses to put their people in. No, no, no. They're buying it because they need the land because they need that buffer zone, that 3,200-foot buffer zone. So Assembly Bill 2022 is going to have a major effect on our rural Fresno County town of Squaw Valley. So we've now outlawed a word that I mean I, I listen I'm not I'm not an Indi- I'm not an Indian I'm not a, a Native American so I don't really know but I think I know some people that are not full-blooded Native American but have you know have quite a bit of that bloodline in them. And I have never, ever heard anybody say that it is a racist and sexist term. So, what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Like, we're... I mean, listen, if I'm, if I'm way out in left field on this, and I'm, and I'm... I don't believe that I'm that far out, but we're, we're banning words. We're banning the use of the word squaw. Like... Once again, we're going back. So we're going to closet. We're going to basically closet anybody who is racist against Native Americans because we've we've banned this word. It's a hot button issue, or whatever you, you whatever you want to say about it. But I, I don't I don't quite understand it. I I'm I've never I've never remembered it being a slur. Right, I mean, heck, in our little community, we've got a we've we've got a young man that just got signed to the Cleveland Indians, and forever they will be the Cleveland Indians because in no way, shape, or form is the word Indian derogatory. It's just not. I don't get it. I don't understand. Going back to our facts and truths and whatever else, I need somebody to explain to me while calling somebody an Indian is derogatory. Now. If you want to talk about the logo that they used to use or whatever, then, I mean, that's a completely different discussion. You can say that it's racist or you can say that it's whatever, but I, I, I still don't, I don't understand it because we have Native Americans who we've always, I mean, for myself when I was growing up, they were Indians, right? We used to play cowboys and Indians, like I don't understand why this is all of a sudden some hot button issue. Like we're worried about a word that only has power if you give it power, right? And yet we've done all this other stuff that is literally going to dis- displace people. And let's be honest. I mean, if we want to talk about our area out here, we have some big Indian tribes, okay? 
So you've just passed a you just passed this bill for this this buffer zone for these oil companies and a lot of these Indian tribes, I'm pretty sure that they are like up and around and in the mix of where there's large oil leases at. So what is that going to do? Is that going to once again we talk about disproportionate, you know, racism or sexism or whatever from one group to the other and you and you do all this kind of stuff. Are we not doing that right now? Is that not what these this this bill is is doing? And I'm not talking about the squad bill. I'm talking about the this buffer zone bill. I mean, we've got a historic place here locally that sold to the oil companies, and the history is just going to be removed. The oil company, you know, I mean, I don't want to say that they don't care, but if they've got an investment in their production wells and things of that nature, which we'll get into that topic as well down down the line. I do want to discuss uh, climate change and oil versus, you know, other sources of energy. But, like, I just, I, I, I guess I want, I want the opinions of both sides. I want to, man... I I want to be the the cure for this disease of politics, right? I want to be the catalyst that starts something at at the local level, right? I'm not looking for this thing to make me big and famous and all the rest of that kind of stuff. That's not what I'm after. I just want to start a discussion. I want I want people to to understand what their votes do, right? And I mean, that's really what this boils down to. You're, we're talking about state legislation that is affecting the whole of California, but the vast majority of the people that vote these politicians in don't deal with any of this stuff on a day-to-day basis. So they're disconnected from it. They don't understand. They don't see what their what their the ways that they are voting does. And listen, I'm not here to tell you that you need to vote one way or the other. I don't really care. But you can't stand up on your soapbox and complain about the price of fuel when you voted in the person that is literally directly affecting the price of fuel. Okay? You also can't stand on your soapbox and scream that you're some big environmentalist and you're worried about the environment and all the rest of those things. Simultaneously voting for people who are banning clean sources of energy, oil and gas... As dirty as you think that it is and everything else, if you don't think that in the in this country that it is not produced as cleanly as possible because we have all of these governing boards that watch all of that kind of stuff, you are crazy. If you think that you're just passing the buck, I, I mean, if you just think that you're, that you're fighting for a cause, it's not that. All you're doing is passing the buck. 
you've passed the buck from clean production of oil and gas here in the States, especially here in California. There, California is under some of the strictest uh, governing laws for oil and gas production in the entire country. If you're, if that is your, your thought process, then you're sadly mistaken. Because if we're importing oil from Iran and Iraq and Russia and Venezuela and wherever else, if you think that any of those people care about the environment, you are sadly mistaken. Sadly mistaken. So I, I want I want you guys to start thinking, right? Left, right, center, whatever. And the state of California, I don't think we have any in the center anymore because if you wanted to vote Republican as an independent, you had to become a repo- registered Republican due to Gavin Newsom changing the laws so that certain people wouldn't be on the ballot if you weren't a Republican, which meant that you had to do one of two things. You had either had to write them in and remember all of that, or you had to register Republican. That was the only two ways to do it on on, pri- on primaries, I believe. So, like I said, I, I, I want to start a discussion. I want to be the catalyst. I want to be the... I want to be the antidote, or uh, I don't want to say the V word. I want to be the antidote to this disease of politics that we are dealing with. And uh, with that, and 30 minutes of your time, I'm going to let you guys go. This is going to be an intro. I'll probably drop it in the morning, just so you guys get a little taste but I think I want to do this a couple times a week. Uh, I'm going to say just go to our main page, the Dirtbag Syndicate on Facebook, and comment what you thought about the show. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends to go like the page. Do all that kind of stuff. Leave us a review. This will, like I said, this was going to come up as Dirtbag Syndicate, but I'll just retitle it as a different uh, segment. So, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this little rant that uh, I went on, and I hope that you guys continue to listen. You guys all have a great rest of your day, or morning, or evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Man, I'm really getting into some ASMR. Also, I uh, I want you guys to... Oh, what do I want you guys to do? Give me some ideas of some local people we can get on. I mean, I really want to get into this topic. I want to, I want to run the gamut of our small little community... I mean, even the outlying areas, but let's, let's start small. See if we can't make this a a movement, right? Let's bring a little bit of uh, normalcy back to this world and let's uh, rid ourselves of the disease of, of politics that we're dealing with right now. Guys, have a good one. Bye.